Welcome back to the Rational Fanatics. I'm Thomas Shivers. I'm here again with Drew and Hiro. We're going to bring this is episode five. We're going to start with the news as always and then recap week two and then move into week three. Uh, it was uh, basically it's a bad week to be a quarterback, right, guys? In the NFL? Yeah. yeah. Very bad. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's been a very bad couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, we'll, start up, we'll start off with uh, Drew Brees. He's out for six weeks. Uh, they're not putting him on IR. Uh, Apparently, from news today, it doesn't seem like they're going to put him on IR. There's probably I think well, IR is like a ten week minimum or something. That's long. It's six weeks. It's six weeks. Is it only six weeks. I think it's six weeks. It's. I'm pretty sure it's six weeks. It's either that or eight, but I'm pretty sure it's six. It's a. It's a guaranteed six. Uh, it, apparently, there's ligament damage in his thumb. Uh, he's going to get surgery on it. Uh, so he's going to be out for at least five, six weeks. But they're not going to put him on IR because they don't know exactly when. He's supposed to get surgery today or tomorrow, so we'll see if he comes back uh, and how healthy he is when he does get back. Uh, then Big Ben's out for the season for a non-contact injury on his elbow. Apparently irritated all week. Uh, he's already been placed on IR, uh, and they moved. They've already promoted like uh, people, new quarterback to third string, and then Mason Rudolph to starter. Uh, it's not Tommy John uh, injury. I kind of just learned who Tommy John was this week from my sports law class, so that's pretty wow. interesting. I like was like, is it the underwear? And my my teacher's like, no, it's not Tommy John no. the underwear. <laughs> it was it's so bad. bad. It was so bad. Um, but it's not Tommy John surgery. Uh, so that's not it's not as serious as they first thought. But he's still out for the season. So Pittsburgh season's kind of over before it began. They they kind of bet a lot on um, keeping Big Ben, uh, an aging quarterback, instead of keeping Bell or Brown. Not keeping Brown, good idea so far. Uh, not keeping Bell, starting to look bad overall. Really? I didn't think Bell looked that good. Bell didn't look good last one. Uh, well, well, Monday. Out of the, all three of them right now, one's injured, one has a sexual assault case, and then one's healthy and he's still. One's playing. just not good behind a mediocre offensive line, and James yeah. Conner's just as good. Yeah, James I mean, Conner's just as capable behind that line. You I, saved I mean, yourself fifteen million. Yeah, that's fair enough. And, like, and a headache. Was, uh, yeah. It was a lose-lose situation, or I guess a lose-lose-lose situation all around. I mean, all right, you can't anticipate – you couldn't anticipate that Big Ben was going to injure his arm and be out for the year. He's, he's, yeah, he, gets he, he gets injured every other season. Yeah, but he's – yeah, he gets the nagging, like, ankle injury that knocks him out for a week or two, not a season ender. Yeah, this seems like the coaches should have put him in. Yeah. All right. Well, I think he gets injured at least every other season. You could have seen it coming, especially out with how old he's getting. But You don't see season enders coming. Come on. Yeah, okay. And then um, third, we got Darnold out uh, for at least a month with Mono. I heard today that he might be indefinite, uh, just depending on when he does get better. They don't want to put a timetable on it. Uh, so the Jets season was even over before it started as well. That's unfortunate. Oof. They 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 had high hopes. They had a hype train going this this off season and bringing in Bell, and now it just seems like it's all been derailed. I mean, it got derailed when they decided Adam Gase was the right coaching. <laughs> Uh, then we got Eli being benched. I was going to talk about it before he even got benched about well whether he should be benched, uh, and because they had uh, a non-divisional game coming up against the Buccaneers, and then they and they moved straight into a game with the Redskins, which is a divisional game. So they had to decide who their starter was starter was because they were non-committal in the beginning of the week, and now they finally benched Eli. And I think it's just Eli needed a win, and they can't come out with wins. There's no point in even keep continuing to go with Eli if they're not going to win games. Uh, so it's good. I I don't think Eli's going to get traded right away because uh, no, I, I don't think Eli gets traded at all. Yeah, who's going to trade for him? I don't know. I mean, people are saying the Jets. Some people say like actually uh, New Orleans because there's a connection with Sean Payton. Uh, but they paid Teddy Bridgewater a bunch of money and they can't they can't afford to take his cap hit on. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that's, but I don't, that's like wishful thinking on. I don't even know whose part. But I don't think he gets traded just because um, I don't know if this is a, like an official benching for like the whole season. Yeah, I think I think if Daniel Jones does good against the Buccaneers, he's the starter the rest of the way. Like this is a prove it moment for Daniel Jones. I think he knows it. Eli knows it. So uh, that's oh, wait, no, of- you can't you can't flip flop. You're if you're benching Eli for Daniel Jones, it's a season thing. This is yeah. You've seen the Eli, last of Eli. You have not. This is the last Eli of Eli is Manning. not. Is not Barring injury, of course. But yeah, this is the, yes. This is the last you've seen of Eli Manning as a giant. I, I mean, probably. But I think this. I mean, if Dan Jones goes out there and just eats it against the Buccaneers, 
you, you, you can't you can't just you can't yank a young quarterback like that after one game. Mm-hmm. You're gonna wreck his confidence. You're gonna piss off Eli for benching you're him. Not confuse the offense. It's, no, yeah, it's, a, it's you can't go out and just flip flop like that. Well, if I was a coach, I wouldn't care. All right, realistically, if, I, if they're trying to win this divisional game, because if they don't win the divisional game, they're starting zero and two in the division. I feel like well, this is a trial. They're already not winning the division, but I think I think the Giants knew they were gonna challenge for the division. Yeah, I mean they do. If, they're wi- if they were willing to pull Eli so fast, they knew that Daniel Jones is probably gonna go in and he was gonna take his lumps. Yeah, but I think not- they're just trying to get the fan base energized and just not have an empty stadium. That's fair enough too. <sighs> that was embarrassing. See, but that's mostly all the quarterback news. Uh, we'll move on to. Uh, is it? Is there? I don't think anyone else got injured. Was, yeah. Um, what's his face? Um, uh, the backup for the Jets. Well, the starter. Oh, yeah, the Jets. Jets was, yeah, the Jets have lost Sam Darnold and they lost Trevor Simeon. Yeah, who broke his ankle in that game. <laughs> so now they're down to Falk. I think it's Falk is on there. Yeah, Luke, Luke Falk. Falk. Yeah, I think so. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's not going to be a game to really watch. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that it's Luke Falk. <laughs> I might change my pick to whoever's playing the Jets. Yeah. So then uh Jalen Ramsey's requesting a trade after a dispute with the head coach. He's complained about he's playing too much zone and he's a lockdown man on land corner. Uh this is the second D B in less than a week that we've heard for a trade request, the first being Minka Fitzpatrick, who was traded to the Steelers for a first round and a fifth round uh to the Dolphins, which I'm glad he got the well, trade. He also he wanted. sent a fourth with, back with him too. There was yeah. It was yeah, a, yeah. It was basically Minka for a first, and they did a pick swap of a fourth and a fifth. Yeah, and I think uh, there was like one other. There was like a seventh thrown into or something. It wasn't something like that. So I'm glad that he got a trade there where he kind of wants to go and at least gets to play in a decent team. I'm not the Dolphins who are purposely tanking. I think, in my opinion, but Jalen Ramsey's uh, situation is much more. Uh, volatile than that, and so he's not going to get. Tri- I think it's less volatile actually than the Minka situation. I think Jalen said he's going to keep playing. He he said today he doesn't want to be a distraction in the locker room, and he I mean, has already like, he had teammate support at his press conference. I but think he just wants to... to be a di- distraction on the sideline. Like you can't just say like I, I mean, don't want to be what? distracted. He went and sat on the bench of the sideline, and Doug Marone walks over and came over to him. He wasn't exactly being a distraction. He was on the he was sitting on the bench on the sideline. I wouldn't say. He didn't go to his coach. That's not him. That's not on him. What do you want him to do? Avoid his head coach? We still don't get into an argument during games with your with the head coach. When, well, there's a million there, cameras on you. He, I mean, yeah, he, I agree. It's a bad move on both parts. And he – I don't think he started – I think he sat there and his coach said something to him and it set him off. I think that's what – I think it's like the coach went over and started – did something because you can see – if you watch the video, there's three or four different players around who all react when Doug, to Doug Marone saying something. Yeah, that's the coach, though. I mean, I mean, right, yeah, it's, it it's a. I mean, you're looking at a coach who's, you know, probably not going to be on this team at the end of the year. But we're we're seeing just a lot of DBs. I don't know. I don't know. I think. You think I mean, it's over? DBs have always been kind of divas. I, look, what is it? Uh, MJ, you know, Maurice Jones-Drew is talking today, and he thinks there's a situation where they come out of it. I think if they get a, if you know, they get the Khalil Mack, the Laramie Tunzel type deal for offered. They'll send him away, but if not, they've got him this year. They got him next year. They might, you know, they might at least go through this whole season. You know, maybe you know, there's a good chance the front office is replaced, the coaching staff is replaced. Maybe a new coaching staff and a new front office are more to Jay. You know, maybe Jalen likes the new coaching staff, new front office, and is more inclined to stick around because he like, you know, he likes the players on the team. He's never been. He likes the locker room, so maybe you can get him to stick around, especially if you start winning some games. Yeah. See, uh, and then moving on to the Eagles' death. Uh, death chart is basically obliterated. Drew, you like the Eagles because they had so much death, and then after this game, they they lost literally was, everybody against the Falcons. That was They're, tough to see. Everybody was just going down. Urch was playing through an injury. They literally called a timeout so Urch didn't have to come out during one of their final drives. Like he they, he was about to come out, and they called a timeout just so he can like just take a break and evaluate whether he needed to come out or not. And he ended up staying in. But if he came out, there's literally no one almost to throw the ball to that you would know the name of uh, or household name at all. I just so. pulled up the Eagles uh, injury report. There's 13 players on this thing on this list. Yeah. So, Drew, how are you feeling about your uh, number one pick uh, in the beginning of the season uh, now? It's not looking too hot. 
I, I mean, all right, depends. You know, it's still Wednesday. If you know these are nagging injuries, and they you know next week everyone's healthy and they continue on, I don't see an issue other than a bump in the road. The Falcons aren't you know the Falcons aren't a bad team, so it's not like oh they you know choked away a game that I thought they couldn't you know it was an inexcusable loss. But yeah, if you know if there's a bunch of injuries, every team's going to suffer if you lose a ton of if you lose a bunch of players to injury. So let's just see. Uh, hopefully the Eagles can get healthy, but it's kind of there is just too many injuries. There's so many injuries that the, even the commentators during the game were like, "We don't, you just never see it." How many injuries there I mean, were? Two, yeah, you've got Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Dallas Goddard, Corey Clement, Timmy Jernigan, Derek Barnett, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox, jeez, I didn't even know that one. Yeah, well, his list was like a toe, and he was just limit, listed as a limited. So I don't think, I think his is more of like you know, I think his is a minor injury, not a major one so so that's good and then uh the last bit of news uh just a little update on the brown situation so i i mean it's been a little bit reported uh but brown could have literally prevented this whole investigation by the nfl if he just he turned down a two million dollar settlement offer from the victim and if he just accepted the settlement offer the nfl would have never learned and they would have never investigated because they would have never filed a lawsuit against him so like I feel like he hurt himself and lost. Like, if he just gave up, I feel like he gave up more than $2 million, a potential, like, next contract, basically, by getting into this, uh, by not paying the settlement offer. And also, this apparently there's another NFL player involved, which is apparently Hollywood Brown, his cousin, maybe looped in, who knew, who knew about these allegations ahead of time. So the NFL was going to ask him some questions. So hopefully uh, – he's a rookie, right, Hollywood Brown? Yeah, uh, Hollywood, yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah, so his – I hope he, his uh, career is not going to get tainted right away just as he's starting in the NFL. But if he knew about it, then he should have, I mean, not allowed it to happen. So uh, hopefully, I mean, whatever happens, happens. But like, hopefully they investigate that fully and whoever was involved gets uh, gets the punishment as the Fidel or whatever other arbitrator seems fit. Uh, but let's, since they put an Ian Rappaport and also they also reported that today that they were thinking uh, the prosecutor was thinking about bringing criminal charges against Brown, but there's a statute of limitations problem. Uh, it's been more than two years and that therefore they can't bring a criminal charge. So Brown is at least safe on that part of the criminal field that they're basically having to handle the civil litigation of the whole situation. So I think Brown got lucky there that she uh, took that long to bring the allegations uh, so he doesn't have to, like, fight any criminal uh, charges. But also keeps him from being uh, suspended, too. Yeah, it, it helps with the whole exempt situation. They can still put him on the exempt if they really well, they're not going to put a guy who – they're not going to put a, a, civil, a guy with civil charges on – the list, especially, it, it just sets a it's a bad precedent. Even if this I mean, could be a case, even if this is a case where you feel it's justified, because no, because this change. No, I don't. This I don't changes. This changes things, though, because now it's not. You can't say, well, there really wasn't anything criminal. You can still point. They to, just want money. Okay. there yeah, might have been still, something criminal. The because it's is, not being, it's still it's such a bad look, and it's a bad precedent. I don't think the NFL will do it. It's conduct that's. It's still conduct detrimental to the league. No, because now, now for. Ex- Okay, yeah, but every yeah, because only getting civil charges, and it's a case that I'll bet you there's a, you know, you saw it with Zeke a while back. You like you've seen it with more than one player where you get, you know, whether there's substance to these issues or not, that's not the question. It's the there are. It's the the next time somebody has allegations leveled against them, whether they're credible or not, you'll have said the president. It's a bad look. The NFL, it's something the NFL is not going to do. That's all no, I'm saying. I'm not saying I, whether or not they should. It's they won't. I mean, what's the bad look is allowing a player who's raped somebody potentially think, to continue. Yeah, but you're never going to prove it. Like it's not going to be proven in a criminal court at all. So at best, you're getting someone who set, who eventually settles. So you're never going to get that. And they've had Big Ben playing for 15 years. I know. Yeah, but the difference was. Nothing, I mean, and, Big and, ben and Antonio Brown's not going to be either. He's going to be found liable. Civil. That's the official. No, but Brown, all right. He, he. No, it. He'd be guilty of of uh, it'd be yeah. guilty of rape, but he would have Sexual to pay civil bad, damages. Yeah, yeah. intentional. Won't go to jail. Uh, but he also Brown already admitted in the, the text message that he did the two acts, not the rape, but he admitted he already admitted to the sexual assault allegations. I don't think Big Ben ever admitted 
to the sexual assault, like in any form of either written or statements made. He was always. Well, wait, like, did Antonio, did Brown admit it was, he said it was consensual, didn't he? Wasn't that the. No, he didn't say it was consensual. He just, he like basically said he like uh, ejaculated on her back and he was cursing at her in a text message. So it was kind of, I mean, he didn't say it wasn't unconsensual, but he didn't say it was consensual in the text message. It sounded, I mean, it was pretty volatile or not volatile, pretty like uh, vulgar. bad sound, vulgar. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. It was pretty vulgar the way he's talking because he, he was getting mad because she was probably looking for money or not looking for money, like bringing the allegations forward. And he was getting mad. He's like, yeah. I did that, and, like, he's cursing at her in the text message. I did this to you, cursing at her. Uh, and that was bad. You never want to do that. That's, like, your client. You never want him to admit that, like, in, in You mean words. tweeting out that you did something is a bad idea? Or <laughs> yeah. posting text messages that you did something was a bad move? Yeah, Who don't knew? do that. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Uh, but that's, that's the update we have on Brown. Uh, so... I mean, he could have avoided it, just paid $2 million. There have been no NFL investigation. There have been no civil lawsuit. There would be no media coverage. If he just paid $2 million, I think he made a bad decision by not accepting that initial settlement offer. I mean, I guess the question is if he thinks he's not guilty or if he's not guilty, then I don't know. I wouldn't want to pay $2 million to somebody who I know is lying. I mean, that kind of like that kind of, I, that would be my reasoning. Otherwise, I mean, yeah, it's a terrible decision on his part. He paid if you pay two million to like potentially make another eighty million in a sec like in his next contract potentially. He's not going to make eighty million in his next contract. He's what? Thir- How old is he? He's in his late. He's in his like mid late thirties, right? He's not going to. I mean, he's got mm-hmm. what two years here with the. He's got this year and next year with the Patriots, and I mean, still even even if you think of it, if it's like another twenty million dollar contract, he still would make ten. If he just paid the two million, he'd. he'd and his name's not Sully. He's He'll 30, make 10 yeah, times he's that much. now, so he'd be 33 at the end of this – or 32. Yeah, he'll be 32 at the end of the next contract. So he probably gets one more decent deal, another two- or three-year deal. He'll get a decent amount, but nothing crazy unless there's a big change-up with the CBA. Yeah. So that's uh, our Brown update. I know we did a big thing on him last week. Um, that's all we have so far with that. Uh, we're going to move into the week two recap after this short break, uh, which we know the breaks. I don't even know if the sounds are playing in the breaks, which is unfortunate. I know he wasn't playing the music on most of the podcast things. So I don't know. Uh, enjoy this break, which is probably just two seconds and you hear my voice again. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, I'm not good at it. So it's taking me some time. So I apologize if it's just two seconds, but we're going to take this break. Welcome back, or it may seem like we never left, so uh, here we are. Uh, we're going to go into a week two recap. Uh, we're going to start with the Giants. Uh, their defense is not looking hot, as usually they have no pass rush, and uh, they're, gonna, they're moving on from Eli. So uh, it's kind of hard to blame Eli because the last couple of years he had no offensive line, and now his wide receiver core is destroyed. But the fact is uh, they're not winning games and there's no reason to not give Daniel Jones reps if they're not winning games. Just, just get him under center and get him more snaps, get him uh, just more pro football, just basically reps. Like you just need reps in a real pro football setting and real situation. Like preseason's nice, but you're going against third string. They got a testament to first string players, see how actual, how good he actually is. And not much other to say other than that, like – Eli needed wins if he wanted to stay the starter, uh, even if it's not his fault. He didn't play too terrible. I know there was two interceptions. Both of them weren't his fault. One was tipped, and the other he just had to take a shot down the field um, late in the game. But the fact is he just needs wins, and that they're not going to get them, uh, seems like, this year. So they're just trying to get Daniel Jones some reps. Figure so. out if he's your quarterback of the future or not. Yeah. Or your quarterback of the present. I don't, even, I don't know what to officially call him. I mean, if he starts winning games, he'll be the quarterback of the president. But he doesn't. He definitely seems like Daniel Jones, uh, unlike uh, the quarterback they had last year. What's I'm trying to even remember his name? The who they drafted last year? Uh, Kyle Oletta. Yeah, Kyle Oletta. Uh, looks like Daniel Jones is going to be the guy. Kyle Oletta is not going to be the guy. Obviously, after I mean, they... Lola, yeah, Oletta kind of profiled always as more of that. High end backup quarterback role. The uh, yeah, trying to think who's the right person to like the right, you know, he'll keep your offense on schedule. If you need him to play two, three games, you're fine with that. But you don't want him play. You don't, you know, you don't want him playing a full season. All right, and then um, 
Another takeaway, moving on from the Giants, is uh, the Bengals are who we thought they were. They suck. So, I'm glad. I mean, they've always played the Seahawks scrappy. Andy Dalton going into this game was undefeated versus the Seahawks. Yeah. Clearly, I'm like, clearly they're just something about them. They just know how to play the Seahawks. But, yeah, they uh, they imploded big time versus the 49ers. Yeah, I, like, after the first week, I was like, maybe the Bengals aren't that bad. And then uh... – Nope, week two, they are exactly who we <laughs> thought they were. <laughs> so, uh, who wants to take the next one? Uh, I don't know. I didn't actually get to watch this one. If someone else wants to take this one, I'll get the next one. Oh, my God. Okay, so I looked at the stats in this game, watched it a little bit. Uh, the Chargers lose even when the stats were, like, on their side. Like, if you look at the the box score, they, like, won in, like, total yards. They won with, like, turnovers. They won with time of possession almost. Every box was checked but the, but the scoreboard. So like it was, it was pretty wild the situation to see uh, that the char the charge. In other words, lose. so in other words, it doesn't matter. You lost. I'm like, yeah. I'm not a big fan of that. <laughs> like the analytic, like next gen stats on NFL are like spinning over like in their graves. Like they have no idea what's going on. Like they're like this is impossible. They had possession for like half the like for like ninety percent of the thing. Like, well, how do they win? <laughs> but the Lions yeah. ended up just yeah. winning just with a field goal. I mean, it's not much, but you know, you know how you win games. Hey, a win's a win. How do you, how do you win points on the board? You score more points. That's all you need to do. So it's unfortunate. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember exactly how much time. Yeah, they had three more minutes of possession. They had, like, less yardage uh, in penalties. They had less sacks given up. They had the uh, same amount of turnovers, I guess. Uh, they had more total plays, over 40 more rushing yards, over 40 more passing yards. So – this is the box score. Have you looked at the box score, not at the regular score? How many kicks did they, they miss? Uh, I don't know. I remember hearing that they had they were having some kicking issues. Maybe that's what it. Oh yeah, one for three on field goals. That'll do it. That'll oh yep, that it. yeah, that does it. That answers that uh, question real quick. There's the stat I was looking for that in the box score that I needed. All right, well, that's it. I mean, the Chargers lost hmm. again. They, the they Chargers in a bad one. kicking situation. Yeah, sounds familiar. So, well, hopefully it doesn't persist because uh, they're having they're having trouble at positions where they shouldn't have. Uh, who's next? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about this one. Did you guys watch any of this game or no? This was the Thursday night game last week. Mm, I didn't. I watched a little bit, tiny bit. So did you see the uh, final play? Did, did anyone see the final? Did you see the final play or no? No, not the, the, final the play. Panthers. Fun- All right, so the Panthers' final play. It's a fourth and one on like the. It's probably the three or four yard line. They're down a touchdown, so they have to go for it. And they run kind of that like a fake Philly special. Cam kind of like does the walkover thing, and they go and they do the pitch, like the like you know. Uh, mm-hmm. CMC takes the snap and then kind of like fakes oh, the pitch as they're running, I, I did and then that. like I tries to run to the sideline just around it. Yeah, you have a six six two hundred fifty pound quarterback, and on fourth and one, your move is let's try to pitch it and run outside. Yeah, you, like, I remember that play just, now. It's either, I mean, even just running, just run up the middle, you know, just, you know, put CMC in a direct snap and go up the middle. You know, you're, you're thinking too, you know, I get the, maybe you don't want, you know, there's something about Cam Newton's shoulders having some issues. He might not play this week, but, and I get, you don't want to hurt your quarterback, but it, you know, on the, on the goal line, it doesn't, you know, you or you know, on the, the third, you know, the fourth and one super short distance, direct snap to somebody and just right up the middle and just let your offensive lineman just lay on the ground and jump over him even. Don't get cute and try to be this outside trickery nonsense. Yeah, it was a, that that play was immediately uh, like the commentators were ripping that uh, play apart. Uh, I think Rex Ryan on Get Up was like also ripping the head uh, the head coach or whoever the offensive coordinator was uh, with with Pat yeah. McAfee on Get Up. Uh, he's like, we need a better, we just, want, we just need a better play in that situation. Yeah, it, it is. It's not a. I mean, all right, yeah, it's, if it was kind of that, they were on the goal line and it's, you know, first or second down, and you want to try to throw that in as like, you know, let's try a change up that works, but not your fourth. I don't think it's a good fourth down play call. I'm trying to remember. Just, Maybe you know, my bad. I didn't think it was a good – it was a fourth – it was fourth down. It wasn't – I didn't think it was a smart play call for that, for then, the situation. Yeah. Moving on from the Thursday night game, we had Cowboys uh, versus the Redskins, and the Cowboys are real. Uh, for I mean, one was... are we sure the Redskins are good? But, I mean, I, I'm for the the Cowboys are a good team, and I think mm-hmm. 
Kellen Moore is a good offensive coordinator and he's really doing a great job with Dak and all them, but I don't think the I don't think that, that this was the game, you know, I don't think this is the game that's, you know, cements the Cowboys. What's their their okay. schedule look like? It's not, we're not going to find out this week either for that matter. Are we not? I mean, they're playing the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, we're not finding that out for sure. <laughs> we're going to find uh, out if uh, the third stringer for the Cowboys can do something. Is oh, a halfway decent quarterback, maybe. I, I don't know. Can we, is, there we, we go. Week after we, this, they play Green Bay. They, they play Green Bay, and the, they play. Well, they play. Oh, no, the no Saints. they play the Saints. But they're. I don't even know that. The Saints, which, at least their defense is something. So that'll. Yeah. It at least gives you a test of the offense. But then they play Green Bay, the Jets, and, and then the Eagles. So they have. Ooh, they have at least they have you know two Super Bowl contenders roughly, and the Saints who are kind of who we'll see what they look like with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Uh, how how are you taking the next one? You've been a little bit quiet. Let's get you in here. Which one is the Bears? I yeah. didn't see yep. the Bears game. The only game the I really saw was the Rams game because for some reason we Rams we fan? didn't get any Fox games here. Oh, oh that's man. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right, uh, the Bears game. All right. Well, here I've got a Mitch Trubisky take. I'll take the Bears here. Oh yeah, yeah, you uh, did that take. Yeah, I've got uh, two. I've got two. I've got an opinion on Mitch Trubisky, but first a stat. So, generally, you would say most teams have a higher yards per attempt when passing than running, right? That that seemed yeah. common sense to everybody. Yeah. The Bears mm-hmm. don't. The Bears have a higher yards per attempt when they run the ball than when they pass the ball. Mm-hmm. That is not good. Do you see the barstool stat or whatever stat some guy tweeted out, like saying that like the four point three versus four point five or no? No, Mitch Trubisky is like thirty thirtieth or or more than thirtieth in like every category. That oh he's yeah, be. he's third. Yeah, bottom. I think he's twenty seventh in like one of them. Like okay, thirty third in touchdowns. All the stars because Mason Rudolph came into a game and threw a touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> all the backup quarterbacks have better stats than uh, Mitch Trubisky already. Mm-hmm. That's off. I mean, Mitch Trubisky – all right, now that Blake Bortles is the backup quarterback, people are starting to realize that Mitch Trubisky is a Blake Bortles-esque quarterback, level quarterback. And, you know, Eli, I love the boat, but – Eli the Bears. Good. I'm saying it. No, he's on the Bears, so there's more, he's got more defenders. That's the difference. Yeah, they just need to get their offense. I had them, like, almost as, like, my NFC, like, Super Bowl pick. And now, like, I – I because I, we, no, we, we saw some Trubisky uh, growth last year. And where did it go? I don't know that we did. I we saw, you know, he you had he had spurts, you had the moments, you know, you saw him with Blake Bortles, where it's the they'll you know they'll just sling it and you'll get that you know an incredible throw to Allen Robinson most likely. Uh, it's Allen Robinson bailing out his quarterback again. Yeah, I think we That's saw kind of what you're seeing. I think we saw inventive play calling last year that got Trubisky uh, good throwing lanes, and we're not seeing it this year, and he's suffering. Well, I think he's, he's just. Not... Re- I think that's Matt Nagy realizing his quarter. He can't trust his quarterback to run his offense, so he's running the football. Yeah, I so, mean, you have a. He's a Kansas City guy, and he's choosing to run the football instead of passing. That should tell you something. Where where you were probably wrong with the Eagles' depth chart going completely bonkers. I think I'm going wrong with. The okay, Bears I can't priority. predict injury. That's well, different. I, I can't predict injury. I you, I told you the Cal. I told you the Bears would regress. That's different. Oh, whatever. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I'll see if, uh, if they progress with the offense. Their defense we'll is still see. good. Their defense is keeping them in game. Their defense isn't – yeah, but their defense is no – I don't think they're – I'd have to look at the numbers off to check, but I don't think they're, – they're not put – you know, they're not historically great anymore like they were last year. They were just yeah. – where you had that above and beyond defense that you had in Jacksonville. It's very similar. And now you're seeing that they have a top three defense this year instead of far and away number one. Mm-hmm. And so when you no longer have a defense that's turning over the ball at a stupid rate, not scoring, you know, scoring more points in your offense in games, your offense is no longer capable of sustaining and winning. All right. And then uh, moving on from the Bears. So uh, Hiro, you're a Rams fan. You watched the Rams game. Go ahead. We watched the Rams game together. Yes. Yeah. It was uh, it I wasn't what we expected. This. We expected a nice high flying offensive game and it became, it became pretty defensive. And then, I mean, once Breeze got out of the game, it the Rams just started taking over, which is, I mean, it's what you well, yeah, expect. You got, right yeah, now. that's a moment. That feels like Once the Hall of Fame quarterback like it was like a momentum is out. swing, did it like suck the air out of them? Maybe. Do they definitely yeah, score I mean, like it? Hiro, they definitely stole I mean, a touchdown from them. It, that was a fumble. It started. It started with the bad call. I'll admit, mm. I mean, it was a bad call. Thank you. Finally um, admit it. You told I, me all I, week. I told you. I told you. No, 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 no. I said that the refs should call what they see on the field. 
They no, saw no, 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 no. If you see a turn, no, that is not what no, you no, see. No, no, if no. there's any no, question no. that it's a turnover, if, if there's but any that, doubt in your mind, you que- if there's any you let the but here's the thing. liver of a question, what if, you let the play what happen if they and didn't, come back. What if they didn't no. have any doubt in their mind? That's the thing. And they're dumb. Everybody say if there's a defensive player running with the ball, let him go into the end zone, and then you can How many times have we seen the how many times have we seen a defensive player run with the ball after the ball is dead? We've seen that many times. So, do you guys, especially Tom, because I was talking to Tom, obviously, he's like, well, if the if the refs thought it was any doubt, well, what if they didn't have any doubt? That's why they called it Did dead. The play but, wouldn't have been reviewed at all. I disagree. There's clear yeah. – there, that play clearly – there's there is some question. No, it, it was, like, revi- it was reviewed because it was challenged. It was reviewed yeah, because it was, it was pretty clearly a fumble, and the defense, and it was clearly. Oh well, yeah, it's it was clear in the uh, in replays. No one could. I mean, no, it was clear at the time. I call no, it, it was fumble clear. Live it's going. It's, oh, that's a fumble. Even the comment, even the commentators didn't think it was a fumble. No, they so definitely can't say it was clear at the time. But anyway, play. it was clearly a fumble. I, I did watch. Anyway, we all admit it was a bad call. But then <laughs> once. once once Breeze got hurt, I mean, it was it was, it was over. over. Yeah, Ty Bridgewater couldn't move the offense. I I feel like, uh, I think the linemen also had struggled because they weren't going from a pocket passer to a mobile quarterback. So they they got <laughs> they got like five holding penalties in a row. They were they were holding <laughs> every play. It was every time Bridgewater went out of the pocket. They well, were no, they just back. they remember Teddy's knee and they'd rather take a holding penalty than let Teddy get killed. No, I I think they'll definitely work on that. Uh, trying to yeah, you'll figure you'll out definitely plays. see improvements with that. Yeah, that. I mean, that, it, yeah, there'll be improvements, especially. Like, I think Teddy kind of he is that mobile, so he holds the ball a little longer too. Things like that. Yeah, exactly. You'll see yeah. a smooth adjustment to those over time. And our uh, last uh, week to recap would be the Seahawks game versus. Uh, what did they play against? I forgot. Oh my goodness. They played the the Steelers. The Steelers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the Wilson just finds ways to win games. That's basically my takeaway from that game is. He literally just finds ways to wins games. I don't know how he does it sometimes, uh, but he does. Uh, he was 29 for 35 for three touchdowns, zero interceptions. He was sacked four times. Like, he was not getting too much I mean, that's a rarity. Time. Wilson doesn't take sacks very Yeah. Often. Uh, he fumbled the ball once, and Car- uh, Carson also fumbled the ball once. So, they were definitely struggling some turnover battles uh, with loose balls, but. I, but it doesn't look like DK Metcalf is just targeted seven times with three receptions. Yeah, DK Metcalf's good. People overthought him. No, it's he's not that, that simple. He's not that he's good. good. He was targeted four times, seven times. And yeah, he caught but he's running forty something yards down the field every play. You, you're, there's a low percentage on deep balls. Every wide receiver is a low percentage on deep balls outside of small sample sizes. That's fair. He's a very, yeah. he's a very big, very fast receiver that forces a lot of coverage. He is good. But the. With their tight end, uh, Disley. Disley, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah, you're going to start seeing because uh, what is it? I I had this pointed out to me. I wish I could five say for who, five, two what touchdowns. They, well, no, not even that. But uh, what they're going to start doing is they're going to line Will's, uh, Disley up way out wide as the as the like left side as the out wide wide receiver. And they're going to put DK in the slot like on the inside there and just make teams sit there and just hate their lives because you're either going to have – DK just clearing the field on that side for it, and Disley just kind of running as the underneath open behind him. Or you're somehow going to end up with corners and linebackers on the wrong players, and they're going to abuse you. But back, another thing I took away from this is backup quarterbacks are coming in and are being pretty good. Menchu came in week one, and he was actually not bad. He well, threw all right. Interception. Yeah. Rudolph all right. No, okay, in. no. That, in, that interception terrible. bounced off Fournette. That's on Fournette. Okay, so these backup quarterbacks are coming in. These rookie backup quarterbacks are coming in, and they're playing very well. Uh, Mason Rudolph. Rudolph's interception. That ball bounced off uh, Dante Moncrief. Yeah, and it might be just a change of velocity right. for the wide receivers, but, and they'll yeah. get that down. They're both – yeah, that could be, but also Mon- Moncrief's not good, and Fournette doesn't have – Fournette's not a great pass catcher either, so that could be the – there's another common theme. I mean, all right, what you're seeing is it's the air – is the more air raid style quarterbacks. Oklahoma State kind of runs an air raid. Washington State has – the father of the, you know, the creator of the air raid, Mike Leach, are both, they're both kind of the air raid quarterbacks, and you're seeing more of them. It's becoming a more common. I think you're seeing, like, the floor of what, a, of like, what the air raid does is a lot of short passes, simple passes, and being able to complete them, and that's what you're seeing these quarterbacks do. So, I think it's, I think we're seeing, like, the floor, the floor level of quarterbacking is kind of being raised with these guys, with these guys being able to step up. I mean, I kind of hope I'm wrong in that Mason Rudolph and 
Gardner Minshew are both kind of an exception. They're both phenomenal quarterbacks, but that's kind of more of how I'm looking at it than that there's two future starters in this at the moment. Yeah, and then that's all we had for our week two recap is some a lot going on this week with injuries and also just teams imploding. So we'll see how – it's only week two. So oh, yeah, we didn't even talk – oh, wait, we did talk about Minka, yeah. Never mind. I, just, yeah. I was thinking, I was thinking that trade because I was just thinking about it with the Steelers made that trade after Big Ben was injured, so they, clo- they yeah. clearly believe in uh, Mason Rudolph, or they've concluded that Minka is better than whatever defensive back they were going to get in the draft, anyways. Yeah. So and clearly, they don't think they're getting a quarterback in this draft either, for that matter. We'll take another short break, and then we'll move into our week three uh, and bets. So we'll see you guys in a second. All right, uh, week three uh, games to watch, uh, starting with the Chiefs versus Ravens. The Chiefs are just a great team. Uh, I mean, they had a terrible injury for Tariq Hill. Uh, hopefully he gets back healthy. It but did it, not affect them at all. It did not affect them at all. But well, it's time to see if the Ravens are for real. So I, can't, I mean, it's hard to pick on the Ravens. But I mean, Matt, the Chiefs defense isn't something special, though. Yeah, so I, I guess, Yeah, it is a step up in competition, I think, compared to the injury and suspension-riddled Arizona defense last week and the, the Dolphins. sad excuse for what the Dol- whatever the Dolphins are. Yeah, I hate to pick on the Ravens when Matt's not here, but uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm trying to trying to figure out whether I mean, their the real deal is is would be this week. So we'll see what happens. It should be a good game. Uh, Mar Jackson's an electric player. I mean, Pat Patty Mahomes, Showtime Mahomes is always electric. No looking, uh, throwing touchdowns. Just slinging the rock all over the place. To literally, he he throws the ball to every receiver. I feel like every receiver almost had a touchdown last week. Uh, even well, even I with mean, the backups coming in. Basically, yeah, I'm trying to. Uh, I don't think Sam Watkins did. I think uh, I think it was like uh, the backup who came in, uh, Robinson, I believe. It's the one who had like two or three touchdowns. Yep, and then uh, so the next game we have is the Eagles versus the Lions. Uh, the Eagles coming off a just a terrible game for them uh, in regards to health issues uh, and the Lions being, I think the Lions are slightly underrated. I feel like they're better than th- some people think they are. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a closer game than w- it would have if the Eagles were healthy. So I feel like that's going to be a close one and it should be a good game to watch towards the end of the game. Uh, I feel like this is going to come down to the wire uh, as the Lions won and squeaked out a win against the Chargers last week. Uh, so who wants to take the next game? Anybody? Who wants to take the Saints? Right, I guess I've. Oh, Saints Seahawks. I'll yeah. take this one. Uh well, we're gonna find out if Teddy Bridgewater is an actual startable quarter. You know, an actual starter caliber quarterback in the NFL here. And then, I mean, Seahawks are just gonna keep rolling. I really am gonna enjoy watching DK Metcalf be the monster that he is and just continue it. But I don't know. There's not a lot here until we know what Teddy Bridgewater is. There's no telling. Okay, that's fair. Oh, I, I mean, there's a lot of issues. Uh, when he first came in the game, they weren't able to move the ball. It's kind of was upsetting because I had Alvin Kamara. I just wanted him to run the ball the whole game. I was like, just run it, <laughs> please. I don't care if it's garbage time in the second quarter. I need points. No, you uh, you just get no. You want him getting a hundred of those little dump passes. I know. So I'm get excited. That PPR to see, point up. I'm excited to see if that happens, but. Uh, <laughs> He got six points only. I was like, I was actually excited. I was like, well, maybe we'll get a bunch of checkdowns, but not the case apparently. Uh, then the hiring will take the Colts versus the Falcons. The Falcons should be an interesting game. I mean, the Colts aren't as bad as we thought. I mean, they would have been better with Andrew Luck. And the Falcons, you know, they it's their opportunity to start winning games now that Breeze is gone. They could take this advantage to hopefully maybe – build a lead that they could win the division. So it should be an interesting game. Yep. And then next up is Giants versus the Bucks. Uh, first start for official start for Daniel Jones. I think it's going to be a good uh, look at what the Giants could be. Uh, maybe later down the line, uh, their defense is still lackluster at the safety position and also definitely on the defensive line. They need a, they need a good D end, uh, an end rusher. Uh, so they haven't really had a good edge rusher since Human Era and has left the, the team. So uh, we'll just see what Daniel Jones looks like. That's why I would keep my eye on that game and see how the Bucks uh, handle the new rookie quarterback. Uh, Drew, take the Jags because you're in Jacksonville. 
Yeah, uh, I will actually be going to this game. So nice. It's gonna be yeah. So hopefully, you know, I get to see uh, Min- the first of many Minshew wins. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's only. I mean, hopefully, you know, Jalen Ramsey ball. I. It's a question of can they stop Derrick Henry because Marcus Mariota ain't it. That game's tomorrow, it's, then, right? Can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Okay. It, it's very much can they stop Derrick Henry from just running all over them? Oh, I you, hope you they can because like, I have. Fantasy. I, I, <laughs> I have him on a fantasy team, but I'd rather watch the Jags win than have him win for my fantasy team. Because that's like, the real. So I guess fan. I can't lose. Do you like my little note? Do you like my little note? Is meant to the prince that was promised for the Jags. <laughs> uh, All right. But I'm like, hey, he he was moving the ball in that Texans. If you know the te- if they it, it, oh that stupid two point conversion call. I'm surprised the it, Texans. It's such struggled. a poor decision. But like they have, I mean, Jags have locked down corners for now. <laughs> At least, well, they didn't have AJ Boyd in that. No, they didn't have AJ Boyd in the game, and uh, the guy Wait, who came off the board. Uh, is, yeah, AJ Boyd did not play. Johnny Kingakwe didn't play. Is Boyo um, injured or something? Boy, yeah, he's a little, yeah, he's banged up. He's injured. So they played oh, uh, Trey Herndon on Will Fuller, and he shut him down too. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I don't think it's unfortunate. I think it's great. I, I mean, yeah, but I want to see the Texans win. Well, they did win. But. I don't. Well, yeah, they win, but not. You didn't want to see them win by the Jags making a stupid two-point conversion call. Exactly. Which I'm not saying. No, it was the right call to go for two. Yeah. No. Leonard, oh. The shotgun Leonard Fournette up the middle is not the call to make. That, that it's was you on a rollout. That was what Rex Ryan with the was way he about. was playing. That was yeah. what yeah. Like, I Minshew, get up. yeah, you put Minshew on the roll with the way he played that whole drive, and either he runs it in or he hits, you know, he's gonna hit DJ Chark or Chris Conley or he's gonna hit somebody in the back of the end zone. Yeah. Rex Shrine uh, on Get Up was talking yeah. about that with uh Pat was, McAfee. I watched the, the I'm like as soon as they scored, I said go for two. And I got like I got questions like why would they why should they go for two? No, they should keep the field. I'm like, no, 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 you go for two here, you win, you don't go to overtime and pray you went you know. Oh. That you flip a coin and lose the coin toss, and the other team just marches down the field and scores on you. Yeah. You go for uh, two. You don't run it up the middle in a game where you couldn't run the ball effectively. Yeah, I don't know. That was a bad play call. Uh, two two bad play calls ruining people's games. The Jags with Fournette, and then uh, the Carolina Panthers with the sweep with McCaffrey. Uh, and then uh, take the Rams, Tyro, or your team. Rams Browns. It's I think the first uh, Sunday night game for the Browns in over a decade. Yeah, that was actually a wild statistic. So it's going to be interesting to see how Baker and that team handles the pressure of being on prime time. Prime time. And it's a you know a a Super Bowl contender team. I think Baker can handle prime time. I know you don't like. I know. I know you don't like Baker. But he can handle prime time for sure. I get kicked out for too many uh, unsportsmanlike like con- uh, penalties. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move right. In, we're gonna move right into bets. Uh, last week, I, I, I got. I got a one quick comment on the okay. game. I think okay. this was with the Browns. I think you kind of realize. You know, you kind of saw with the uh, loss of Joe Thomas, the trading of Kevin Zeitler, and oh. just the way their offensive line, the the lack of an offensive line, really kind of showed here. And it showed last week too. And it showed. Uh, two weeks ago, especially against the Titans, where they were just constantly getting pressure. I think you're going to see a lot of pressure out of uh, Aaron Donald this week. He's going to eat. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that too. Uh, with the, the how much Baker Mayfield been under pressure this yeah early in the season. And, you know, as much as you know, as great as Baker is, nobody survives under a lot of pressure. No, never. Uh, and see, Hyra, why are you changing your shit? <laughs> Jesus, he's, he's waffling on his bet. Yeah, I we're gonna move on to the bets. Uh, we'll go over to scoreboard here. Uh, I'm two and zero. Oh. Uh, Drew's one and one. Uh, and Hiro, he's he didn't say to take the hook. He still thinks um, he got oh, the tie. Oh, he's currently zero oh, and two. I oh, uh, the Cowboys had no problem covering against the Redskins last week, like I predicted, uh, therefore winning. And then Drew, Bills easily cover against the Giants with that lackluster safety and no pressure to get on Josh Allen. Uh, and then Hyro, uh, the Chargers lost. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Hiro, yeah. I wouldn't be taking Hyro bets if I were anybody out there listening. Um, I wouldn't either, but I got to make them. Uh, so, this week I'm taking the Texans to win outright. Right now they're – 
Uh, actually, I think they're down. Uh, they're not. They're not favorited to win against. Uh, one second. I can't believe I forgot who they were playing. I, I literally you're, playing just the, you're, you're talking about the Giants game, right? No, no, the Texans. Oh, Texans are playing Chargers. Yeah. Okay. So not right now. They're right now they're underdogs against the Chargers at my, uh, plus yeah, three. Plus three. Uh, I think the Texans uh, will win that one outright just because uh, Chargers defense hasn't been good within the secondary. I mean, the Texans have to go games. to the Chargers. I don't think the Texans win that game. Case they've still well, got Casey Hayward. Well, this is my and pick. That pass rush is still phenomenal. Just saying. I'm just saying. I'm I'm picking the Texans outright. Uh, so Texans outright. That's my pick. I think they're gonna. Win. I don't care if they win by one point. That's all that matters. Take them out, right? Or take the spread if you think uh, it's gonna be a close one. But I, I'm just I'm taking them out, right? I'm gonna double down and say Texans outright. Go ahead, Drew. All right. Let's see. Uh, I'm taking Seattle minus four and a half because I don't know what on earth uh, Teddy Bridgewater is gonna be. I think the and I also think the Saints defense is not that good. So give me Seattle to cover minus four and a half. Okay. And I guess up next, I have the Titans. Only one left. Well, yeah. <laughs> Titans beat the Jags by at least two points. Um, but as my record shows, you should not trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, we're going to take a short break before we move into fantasy. Uh, kind of short fantasy uh, segment coming up, but. Uh, we'll go over it's, it. You know, the quarterbacks all got injured, so basically all your pickups are – there's no longer people to pick up because everybody has a bad quarterback now or an yeah. unknown quarterback. So we'll talk about it in just a second. Uh, enjoy this break. That's probably just silence. Enjoy the silence. <laughs> it's better than us, right? The sound of silence. <laughs> is your sushi getting cold? My soup is. Oh, is your sushi <laughs> warm to begin with? No, no, no. That's Tom making fun of my sushi. But I did buy oh, a yeah. soup. It's getting cold. Speaking, speaking of sushi, we're going to jump right into it. Speaking of sushi, start any defense against the Dolphins. You know the Dolphins <laughs> is a mammal, right? <laughs> Whatever. And that eating Whatever. is illegal. Hey, I was, that was going to be a good segue, but... For fantasy, we're going to start right into the fantasy uh, segment with that. Well, with I didn't think we segue. were going to include one minute of uh, sushi talk. Uh, me either, <laughs> until I thought it was a good segue. But uh, for fantasy, I would start any – If you could yep. stream any defense off the waiver wire against the Dolphins, this is the Cowboys this week. Permanent, start yeah, permanent disclaimer, start all defenses against the Dolphins this week exactly. against the Cowboys. They're good for 10 points, I promise you. More than that, probably. Probably. Uh and then going – there's QB trouble. I bet everyone's having some kind of QB trouble. Uh, not everybody, but most people. Yeah. Uh, there's some but, people uh, with quarterback problems. Josh Allen would be, like I said last week, and he ended – I picked him up in one of my leagues. He ended up giving me 22 points. Uh, he's playing Cincy this week. Uh, he would be a, still a good pickup, I believe. Uh, if you want to take a gamble on Daniel Jones, uh, they're probably going to see if he knows how to throw the ball. So he's gonna be throwing probably I think quite a bit. Yeah, this checkdowns uh, to uh, Saquon is gonna be great. Yeah, he's gonna get two Oop. probably two screen passes for sixty yards each to Saquon. Exactly. For a yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, points are points. Uh, Jimmy G is also open in a bunch of leagues. He's not looking too bad this season. Nothing well, spectacular. He just lost his left tackle too. Oh, he's got well. an injury issue. So I mean, there's there's you know I think there's some risk there, and I think he's kind of been up or down. I don't know. Is yeah. he, I don't think he's been like a fantasy stud. He's just been kind of one no. of those, those solid like guys. Consistency, uh, Drew. You can take the next one because I would not yeah. advise anyone to take the next person. Hey, the the James Winston roller coaster, but uh, the Giants' defense is bad. I mean, I don't know what I want. They, he played well. He was good against uh, Carolina last week, and I think the Giants' defense is worse than Carolina's. I could be wrong, and James is going to go is going to go out and throw three pick sixes in this game, probably. But he could also go out and throw five touchdowns. Do something ridiculous like that. Let's but give they're the, equally likely. It feels like not solid but the way he but... plays. Hey, he could throw, if you're he looking could throw for a quarterback, you're, you're already in trouble. He could go out there and just throw a bunch of touchdowns or he could go and throw a bunch of picks. I, could, I'm betting this week on him throwing a bunch of touchdowns. He could throw a bunch of touchdowns, but he could throw, like, just as many interceptions. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is the roller coaster of James Winston. We've been here for five years. Everyone should know this by now. 
Uh, I mean, that's why I don't touch him, I, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm just sticking with the Giants' defense is bad, so he'll be fine. That's a fair enough statement. Um, oh, so one of my wide receivers I would pick up if he's still available. He's pretty much been booming uh, on whatever IBM characteristics they have on ESPN uh, is DJ Chark. He kind of landed on my team accidentally when I fell asleep I tried in the draft. Yeah, he <laughs> It literally he was only on my team. I drafted him because I fell asleep during the draft, and he, somehow I got him. I left him there, and I'm glad he's still there. Uh, because he, no, he was dropped. I tried to get him as a waiver claim, or is this another league? How many? Another league. I, I mean, he wasn't available. Yeah, he's in my, my one of my other leagues. Uh, but I'm glad he's still on my team. I think I have him in two of my leagues. Uh, he's definitely a good pickup. He hasn't scored less than 15 points uh, yet, so uh, he's getting. He got a lot of targets. I thought it was just in when week one he would he's. Literally caught four for four targets. I thought that was enough to start him in week two, uh, and then he got yeah. targeted eight yeah, times. He got even more like targets. Yeah, he got even more targets. So clearly, I mean, clearly Minshew likes him. So there's something there. And then, I mean, if you catch four in a row, uh, feed him, right? You might as well keep going to it. If it's not broke, don't. Well, fix I mean, it. Chris Conley also caught like six to seven. The, the question I'm, yeah, Chris Chris Conley played well, but it's clearly Chark has kind of taken over as that the top target. Uh, and then Randall Cobb uh, with the Gallup injury is probably going to get more reps, more targets. So I would He's also playing the Dolphins, so yes. He's also playing the <laughs> Dolphins. So so he might be well, out yes. by halftime. He might he's be probably going to catch two touchdowns by, before that happens. <laughs> the offense is going to be on the field a lot. <laughs> so Wait, are we sure they're ever going to throw the ball? They might hand it to Zeke, and he's just going to run straight through their defense and score every play. Uh, I mean, with what they pay him, I would give him the ball every time. That's what I know. I'm like, get, give the ball to Zeke 30 times this game and make him earn that money. Uh, Drew, go ahead with whatever yeah, wide receiver. Just a couple guys. I got a couple here. Uh, Terry McLaurin is still available. He's caught a touchdown in the second game. He's the clear top target. Or he's the, I think he's the secondary. I think for some reason Chris uh, Thompson's getting a ton of targets in that in the Washington offense. But Terry McLaurin's the top wide receiver target, so he's worth a pickup, especially in PPR league where you get that little boost. Uh, DK Metcalf is he's going to boom some. You know, he's kind of been decent, you know, solid getting somewhere in the like sixty to eighty yard range. He's been solid and catching. I think I don't think he had a touchdown this lap the first week or he had a touchdown this week, but he's. Uh, He's just as he grows, you know, he gets more confident. I think he'll get more targets, and I think you'll there'll be a week where he goes off for four for a buck fifty and three touchdowns or something. It's gonna happen. This big freak wide receiver just runs past all the corners and gets it. And then uh, the Eagles cornerbacks or the Eagles wide receivers are up in the air. So, I mean, kind of keep an eye on the injury report. And if uh, Deshaun Jackson and Alsh- Alshon Jeffrey don't play. Uh, going and getting uh, Nelson Aguilar or uh, Matt Collins or uh, JJ Arcega Whiteside should be the, are the next three up for them. Yeah, I'd pick so them going up. Going picking up one of them, I wouldn't. I'd wait and see. I mean, either Still, especially up, for uh, Hollins and Whiteside, put him on the scout team or pick him up and bench him. I'm gonna wait and see if you have room on your bench. If you don't like somebody's little roster spot that you're willing to take advantage of, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't start any Eagles wide receivers that are besides Algalore, maybe in the flex position this week. Yeah, and then I got uh, one more, uh, Debo Samuel. I mentioned him as a sleeper before the draft, and then so he's also available in a lot of leagues still. So if he's out there, he had a good week last – he had a good week this past week. So if he's still there, pick him up before he really starts going off because I think his, ro- his role in the offense is really going to grow. And Hire, do you have any uh, people, people – someone to pick up? The only one was uh... – Jason Witten, just because, again, um, Fair he's reliable. I think he has a touchdown every game. If you need a backup tight end. Oh, uh, Liz, this is something I've uh, seen a little bit of. Who's... You keep going. Sorry. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll go uh, real quick. Uh, for running backs, we didn't say much on running backs just because most of them are probably taken. Uh, but I w- if you can, if he's still available, he probably is. Uh, I would just pick up Jalen Samuels. Uh, I want to start him this week. Uh Connor was having some knee troubles, I think, or some injury troubles, uh, but he's going to play this week. I would just pick him up and uh, put him on your bench for now to see if uh, maybe Connor re- uh, aggravates his injury or maybe uh, just decides to not – he can't play through the injury later on in the season. So, I would, if you really need a running back right now, I would bench him, uh, pick him up and put him on the bench because you don't want Connor to admit that he's going out like next week and then someone beats you on the waiver wire next week. So it's just an early pickup uh, that I think is worth benching for now. 
Uh, all right, I got two more, actually. I got two tight ends to look at. Uh, Will Disley, he's available in a lot of leagues, and he caught two touchdowns last week. And then he's got – he had five targets and two touchdowns. Obviously, he's not going to get two touchdowns every week. But five targets for a tight end in that offense, he's a clear – you know, clearly Russell Wilson likes, and they're going to keep targeting him. He is worth a pickup, especially because there's just not a lot of tight ends. And then something I've been kind of noticing, and I've ha- it's been pointed out on a couple of different uh, shows that will do kind of the fantasy stuff, is – uh. Tight ends against uh, the Cardinals are going off every week. Really? So, Greg – yeah. So, if Greg Olson's available, he's playing in the Cardinals this week. That could be a look – that could be a look for. Is OJ well. – is OJ Howard, like, injured? OJ Howard the- has played, like – no, he's played, like, every single snap, and he's on the field. They're just not throwing it to him. What the heck is going on? He's a great – he's a great tight end. I don't know why yeah. – Well, not- they're running it on first downs. They're, like, heavily running on first downs, and then they have Mike Evans and – Chris Godwin, so he's the third target in the offense, and they're just not—they're just not targeting him. Unfortunate stuff. I don't. Maybe I mean maybe they're leaving him in a pass block. I haven't really been watching a ton of Tampa to figure it out, but I did. Look, I did check his snap counts, and he is on the field for almost every play. Let's see, uh, Eddie Sidums. I, I don't know if I came up with any Sidums really. Um, um, let me see. Uh, no, I mean, I would sit anyone against the Rams defense. The Jets, anybody on the uh, – sit every Jets player you've got. Yeah, that's true. Um, Do you think we're, were people starting Jets players? I don't know. <laughs> other, than, other than Bell? I don't know. I mean, you know, if you've got a big league and you've got like a Robbie Anderson or a Jameson Crowder or something, I'm not trying to start them. Oh, uh, yeah. I was playing I don't football feel... the other night, and some guy was uh, complaining about Robbie Anderson doing nothing. And I was like, what do you expect? There's uh, their quarterback. I'd, all also, yeah. yeah. I'd bench uh, Tyrell Williams, too. I've been a big – I was a big fan of his. I played him out before the draft, and he's, you know, he's proving me right a little bit here. But I don't like him against Xavier Rhodes, so I would bench – I'd bench him as well. Yeah. Stay with uh, – if you're Kamar and you're, like, uh, got upset that you only have six points – don't bench tomorrow. It's a very bad move. Uh, I was, like, upset about it myself. He's in my right. league. For uh, people who are kind of looking to uh, do – who are, like, interested in trying to go after, like, trades and take advantage, Mike Evans has had two kind of subpar weeks in a row. But Jameis still likes him, and he's still a good wide receiver. He's just uh, been historically bad versus Garrett, uh, versus, um, Garrett Bradbury for the Carolina Panthers. So you might be able to buy low on Mike Evans right now. I mean, I have Galladay. Uh, I mean, I have Galladay's and everything. I mean, yeah, I've got, going against I've got Juju in it. Yeah, I've got Juju and Chris Will. Oh, ooh. I don't know. Philly's corners are up in the air. They haven't been great, but the pass rush is good. But I don't I don't think it's much to worry about. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm benching him. Just because I think Galladay is still – I put Charkin over him. I put Charkin over him because I have also John Brown mm-hmm. versus Cincinnati. Uh, so I, I don't know because Chark's biggest play call is his speed, and they do have a Dory Jackson. I pro I might have left Galladay. I would have left Galladay in actually if I were you. We'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll take I'll take I the do, risk. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can. That's yeah. It's definitely a risk though. But uh, also, if you want to pick up Gronk, apparently he's coming in uh, week ten. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I I mean, I'm gonna stick with this joke that it's gonna be him. You're gonna see Megatron unretired. Join him. Joe Thomas is gonna come out of retirement. Uh. I mean, Joe Thomas can come out of retirement and play tight end with the way he looks right now. But, yeah, you're just going to see all – Randy Moss is going to come out of the booth in the playoffs for him. Yeah, uh, so that's all we have. I think that's all I have for fantasy. Like, uh, ooh, we didn't do any running backs. Uh, Raheem Mozart no, is, another, uh, is one. I did. I did, did you uh, touch on him? I did Samuel. Uh, I mean, there's not Oh, many... yeah, Samuel's, yeah. Not many good ones available. Um, Josh Jackson, maybe, or just hand, you're kind of handcuffing. It's worth it. Um, Josh Jackson's one. I mean, I'm still playing around just, with Sean uh, Brady. Oh, not. I don't know. Derek, David Johnson's wrist is fine again. That's not a thing. He's not something to worry about. Um, uh, actually, here's another one. Uh, buy, try and buy low on uh, CJ or uh, carry on Johnson. Because yeah. they just cut C.J. Anderson, so he's going to get a lot more touches soon. You might be able to take advantage while people aren't figuring it out. I don't know what's going on with then, Devontae Freeman. I think I just benched him uh, in one of my – I'm thinking about uh, benching Yeah, he's been sitting team. on my bench. I haven't played him yet. Uh, 
I mean, Frank Gore had Frank Gore's just getting a shitload of carries. Maybe he falls into the end zone. <laughs> Tony Pollard, maybe you play him this week because they bench Zeke because they're up thirty to zero in the first half of the first quarter. Oh, that's that's a deep call. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm looking at it like that's something that I don't think is completely out of the question, but it's not super likely. I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. Unless I really wanted to, like, rub it in whoever I'm playing's face, that I think I can beat him by basically taking that risk. At, at this at this point, I, like, I, there's not really a running back I can pick up. I'm just like playing with the running backs in my in my my roster, my starting lineup that I could that I have on my roster. And I'm trying to like see who's the best. Uh, like, it's just tough because they've been all over the place. Uh, especially Kamar coming up short for me last week. Uh, I still won. I still won the two leagues he was in, but like, I, yeah. I, I, I was closer than I really wanted it to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm looking at your roster, and I'm now like tempted to send tra- to like send a trade to you. Yeah, you go ahead. What what trade? I'll think about it. I know. I'm like, I'm looking at like I got. I'm figuring out the details, but it's like I got one. I'm def like, I got one player, and then I'm just figuring out the compliment piece I want to send with him. One second, I got I I gotta look at another leagues. I don't know all of them off the top of my head because there's just three of them, so I don't know. I mean, there's a clear like target on your roster that I like, and I've and I'm, it's a player I'm mad that I've yet to get in a fantasy league. In spite of every league I'm in for the last Dalvin, couple of years, I've Dalvin tried. Cook. Yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know I'm I'm a diehard Dalvin Cook, and I will. He's like my and best I, running back. I know, but I'd be sending. I'm gonna. I'm looking at like I might send you two running backs to help, so it fills out your depth and gives you a star player. As you would. Well. Have, you would have to give me like a good wide receiver because that's the only place I'm hurting. Oh, that's the place you're hurting. Oh, okay, that's Jarvis Landry's not doing all nothing. Right, that's, and Adam Thielen. All right. Oh, Thielen that changes. I thought I was gonna have to send you. I thought I was gonna have to send you uh, two running backs, but no. Okay. But it's I might send be, you a running back and wide receiver. It's gonna be a tough call because Dalvin Cook is. Uh, it's not really a guy I want to really part with at this current moment. Yeah, but I mean, if you can fill, if you can improve two spots on your roster. Mm. But yeah, other than that, I don't know other updates other than Drew's trying to figure out how to steal Dalvin Cook from me somehow. Yes. Uh, while Drew figures that out, uh, how about you plug the the Twitter handle before uh, we figure Which, that out? Yeah, this oh. is why I thought this is why we got an intern. But yes, all right, it's E R <laughs> underscore fanatic, F A N A T I C. I I have it memorized now. Yeah, too too late, intern Matt. If it's not here, God, just fire the intern. Apparently, he doesn't even show up. Yeah, we would fire him because of all the zero dollars we pay him. I mean, has he tweeted? Has yeah, he tweeted from that account since we gave it to him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't make fun of him. He's gonna tweet this one. He'll tweet something okay, weird. Tweet He'll tweet something weird That's like fair. "You're terrible" in it or something. <laughs> Uh, I mean, the last tweet I see on here is the college quickies, which I'm pretty sh- – that might have been the first thing he tweeted. Yeah. Uh, also, listen to our college quickies. Uh, I mean, we got them out late last week. We're trying to get them. Uh, it's actually not, not a quickie this week. Uh, we have our rankings coming out. So, give them a listen. Uh, our our well, Miley's – Yeah. My rankings double are down. a little bit different than the APs. Uh, but, well, obviously, yeah. we're going to come out with Mine one. Mine will be as well. Yeah, I got a couple of teams. I got, uh, I guess I guess we're gonna tease our our next episode a little bit. I got some player. I got some teams that like I want to tease because I'm kind of hedging on. No, but I, I think th- they're good, and I we're, think we're releasing one inter- integrated uh, top twenty-five. Once we have a discussion, yeah. we're gonna discuss after this episode our top twenty-five and figure it out, and then um, maybe we'll, we'll try and have tonight. that podcast out. Yeah, we might record that tonight or tomorrow. We'll send it uh, out. But it'll definitely be out by Thursday, not Saturday, not like Friday midnight. Not Friday <laughs> night, yeah. So it shows up on Saturday so people can listen to it right before the games. You're waking up like trying to like uh, get to the tailgate and you're like looking at our podcast like, yeah, I'm going to blast some uh, Fetty Wap or something. Forget this podcast. All right, hang on. Here's something real confusing right now. Florida State is a six and a half point favorite over Louisville. That's pretty wild. I know. Just, just we'll dis- what does we'll that say about we'll- Louisville? We'll discuss this that. This is not our yeah, – yeah. I know that's not on topic, but that needed – like, there's, there's your primer. What on earth is Louisville doing with giving points to Florida State? But, uh, Stanford's Drew, a ten- – oh, no, that makes sense. Drew, save it for the college podcast. Uh, <laughs> uh, tweet us uh, any questions you have in regards to roster uh, problems. Uh, message us. Leave uh, voicemails on Anchor if you have it. 
leave reviews on iTunes, on Spotify, anywhere. Yeah. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, leave reviews, do something so we can like, see where people are listening. Like, subscribe, do all that. Uh, try and get it out there to everybody uh, to help. Uh, I think we've been too, we've been doing pretty good in fantasy. Uh, I think we're doing pretty good and just breaking down some stuff. Uh, we took a hit. Uh, we'll talk about it in college. We took a hit in college uh, bets last week. I, I jinxed yeah. us. I jinxed I, us. All, but we'll talk about that the, more later. Uh, but his dreadlocks, they suckered me in. Yeah. So we're going to finish this up because now we're just rambling. Uh, have a good week. Enjoy some, uh, some NFL football. And good luck with your fantasy matchups. Uh, may the rosters ever be in your favor. Uh, see you guys. See ya. Bye.